In a podcasting world filled with true crimes, insane interview podcasts, and gross celeb news stories, Bryce and Ren, that's us, try to do the impossible. Create a podcast that'll help you survive your commute or workday. Hello, and welcome to Bryce and Red and Dead's Declassified School Survival Guide. Today we'll be discussing uh, Succession, the season three finale, uh, season three, episode nine, All the Bells Say. Um, with me, as always, to break down pretty much at this point, whatever we want to talk <laughs> about, is one Renan Fontes. Ren, how are we doing? Set in Tuscany during Caroline's wedding, the episode follows the Roy children grappling with the future amidst Logan's negotiations with Gojo, which stand to determine the fate of Waystar Royco. Mm. Um, that's the, that's the episode. Yeah, that's the Wikipedia that's, summary. That's where, where we go. Um, Red, what is this title about? All the bells say this is. Yeah. So this is the uh, third season finale. This is the third season finale in a row where they've taken the title from a poem, I believe. Yes. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, there was like there was a Reddit detective that figured that one out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let, me, uh, let me pull it up real quick. I think I found it. And I love it. I, I think that that's very interesting. Um, it's Dream Song Twenty Nine by mm-hmm. John Berryman. Yeah, it's not a long poem, right? No. No. You want me to um, write it? Yeah, that could be good. That could be okay. a good uh, palate cleanser. All right. There sat down once a thing on Henry's heart, so heavy if he had a hundred years, and more in weeping sleepless in all them time, Henry could not make good. Start again always in Henry's ears, the little cough somewhere, an odor, a chime. And there is another thing he has in mind, like a grave Siamese face a thousand years, would fail to blur the still profiled reproach of, ghastly, with open eyes he attends blind, all the bells say, too late, this is not for tears, thinking. But never did Henry, as he thought he did, end anyone and hacks her body up, and hide the pieces where they may be found. He knows, he went over everyone and nobody's missing. Often he reckons, in the dawn, then up, nobody is ever missing. Shit, that's a good poem. There it is. I can definitely see a "In the Dawn" being another season finale title later. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, very very interesting poem. Yeah. Uh, when applied to the context of the show as well, right? Um, and the the very literal like the what is it like chop them up to bits that's in there. Yeah. Hmm. Who's getting chopped up to bits here? Pretty much all of the uh, the Rory children. There's so much to dissect in this episode. I feel like my rewatch mm-hmm. illuminated a lot of things for me. There's um there's a lot of kind of like foreshadowing. Yeah. Within the episode of even like what's going to happen later in the episode, um, even like not. Not even just like, oh, like, uh, 
Tom uses like the get out of jail free card yeah. and like, you know, like not even like those kind of like wink, wink, nudge, nudge stuff, but even like the way that the characters interact, like in that same Monopoly scene yeah. with, um, with uh, Roman and who is it? The um, Logan's uh, like assistant, Carrie, thank you. Yeah. Um, and like their little interaction as well, where Carrie's like, I mean, you can have a children's menu. Um, and then later on, we see, well, there's the whole child bit with don't, the maca root. The yeah, don't even, <laughs> don't even get me started. We'll we'll talk about that. But like, there's that, and then there's also later when Carrie is clearly in the inner circle, and yeah. you know, the children are being treated like they're at the kids' table, like they're well, something else. I find interesting about that. And you saying kids' table specifically? Yeah, is the. Like, basically, the whole episode is Logan making these big deals in the background yep. that we don't really know of until the final scene. And I love that the episode opens with Logan reading to Iverson, taking a call, which later we learn is basically the Gojo deal happening, mm-hmm. while the Roy kids are cheating at Monopoly at a table <laughs> amongst themselves. It's, yeah, that that is exactly it. And, like... um. I love, I, I really, really love um, what you were highlighting as well about the, the structure of this episode where uh, we get bits and pieces of like Logan kind of starting to like the deal is coming together and then we don't see him for the entire second half until that yeah. final scene where we're just kind of left to believe uh, and like have our imagination run wild with with what's going on with the deal, what's actually happening. Are the kids correct um, as they piece everything together? That's, that's what mm-hmm. I've been lingering on the most. Uh, yeah. In, like the post finale haze, especially cause I went into the season, like looking at it as like a war perspective, mm-hmm. of, like Kendall versus Logan and like Logan here, like so decisively he, he says it himself. He fucking wins. Yeah. But and, like, throughout the whole episode, he's making these big power moves in every scene he's in, but they're power moves against his kids. And the way he wins is by, you know, base- reopening his divorce settlement with his ex-wife, mm-hmm. basically giving into his current wife's whims and falling into a loveless marriage and disinheriting all his children so that Matson can become CEO of a company that he built up that he no longer owns. Yeah. It's and it, like Logan wins decisively, mm-hmm. but he wins exactly what Kendall said. Another bill on his pile, which ultimately is meaningless. Yeah. Well, and like, and that's what you got to love about him. Yeah. Right. Is that he, he has his kids who are so, so cutthroat. We see them all be cutthroat to each other um, to win Logan's affection all throughout the show. We see, especially Kendall pull some really cutthroat moves against his own father uh, all throughout the show. And like Logan always wins, right? Tom says, yeah. said it uh, uh, two weeks ago, whatever it was that, you know, Logan always wins. Like I've never seen him fail, but it's, uh, it's here that we really like, I, I feel like we see for the first time in the show, this is Logan's big, like, First of all, his business savvy is completely at play here, which we we see that throughout as well, but like totally on game. But also like at this point, it's it's 
a game to him. It is just winning. It is being cutthroat to cheat at Monopoly, essentially, and win yeah. and take the whole, you know, take all the money home, put everyone out, uh, everyone else out of business. Doesn't matter if he's the one at the end of the day with the, the crown. And um, it's, it's so yeah. interesting to kind of think back where we came from. Like, mm-hmm. Logan has tried to mold. Like, we've gotten a season each of Logan trying to shape Kendall, Shiv, and Roman and failing with each one. Mm-hmm. But it's like, is it how much of it is on them and how much of it is on him? Because I always think back to that scene where Kendall says that Logan is jealous of what they have. Mm-hmm. But like, obviously, they are they are clearly entitled. Yeah, they're all entitled and they they all haven't put in the work to gain and earn what they have. But Logan is clearly so spiteful over the fact that they have just baseline something better than he did Mm -hmm. and it makes you think like how much of it is this setting them up to fail like how sincerely does he want them to succeed yeah and when you're so when you're saying want them to are you thinking future tense or just like more generally just generally yeah yeah because i i do wonder uh i mean the ending the the spot that we leave off for for this season we have the Roy children finally united for the first time. At least three of the four. We don't know. Yeah. Not sure I, where, where Connor will be. Although I, I think Connor is going to be with his dad. Yeah, I think Connor's team dad. Yeah. Um, but we do finally have the the three that are in the business all on the same page, all actually backing each other. Um, and you gotta wonder, like, what next season like what where are they gonna go what are they gonna do to try like at this point is it even about them getting like control of the company is that even still an option or will they just be pushed out like who knows i don't think they'll be pushed out because the way logan phrased it is that Mm -hmm. matson has plans for them yeah he rates them which i i think that's going to make for some interesting drama because i can't imagine he'll have equal opportunities for each one. No. I, I think he's going to put Kendall in a position where... Well, I, I think I might be jumping a gun here. Like, in, in the in the situation where Matson like, is a prominent character and he's basically serving as the antagonist of season four, which is what I'm assuming they're doing, because, you know, yeah. they, got a, they got a good actor for him. They've clearly invested some time into developing him. Mm-hmm. He's now the CEO of Waystar Royco. Like, logically, he should play a big role moving forward mm-hmm. and so correct me if i'm wrong about this deal is logan logan's not out completely is he or i think he's like formally out but yeah the board itself is mattson said he would make it nice for logan so i'm assuming he would try to keep it in line with what logan wants and with yeah who logan can like shadow yeah, because I feel like what this season finale does a really good job of doing is, which I, I think all the finales do a great job of doing, is just reshuffling the deck. Yeah. Um, and like reorganizing where everything stands. So um, I just wonder what it is going to, like, I have to think about the future of the show and wonder, like, what is it going to look like if the siblings are trying to essentially take back this company and now, now is the main objective more about like it doesn't matter who's in charge but just being in charge of the company 
uh, just getting it back into the Roy name or proving their dad that they can't do it. I'm curious over what's going to happen to uh, Jerry, Frank, and Carl in this situation. I think they're fine. But what Matson says, he wants to reevaluate them. Yeah. Which I I think, like, even though they're going to be fine, and I'm sure they will be, Mm because, you know, Frank was, like, fired twice in season one. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But, like, I can definitely see them, especially Jerry, like, getting a big demotion. Yeah. Like, a a real power shuffling that would hurt them. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... I don't so like I I question that just because they were they were in the deal with Logan. Mm-hmm. But are, is it maybe just the only reason why they were in it is because they unlike the, uh, Logan's own children were maybe too worried to go against them and also understand that he never fails. And as Jerry puts it, also like you know she's looking out for her best interests pretty much. Yeah. So if it's what's best for her, then it's what's best for her. I uh, I really liked them lurking in the background as well. Frank, oh Carl, yeah, Jerry, as like presences instead of characters. It really like rewatching it. It made it's so obvious that the kids have been locked out of the loop now. Yeah, like Logan doesn't trust any of them anymore. Um. All right, let's talk about. Uh, I feel like we have talked about some of the characters here, talked about some of the ending, but let's talk like uh, we'll definitely talk more about that ending scene. But let's, um, Ren, I want to go to, if it's okay, the uh, moment with uh, Kendall, Roman, and Shiv at the wedding, um, in which uh, Kendall, uh, Shiv, and Roman uh, get a hint of the buyout and tell Kendall, hey, you, we, you know, you got to be part of this. We got to talk and figure out what to do. And they go outside, and uh, Kendall finally reveals to them that he uh murdered a waiter feels responsible for a waiter's death at shiv's wedding it's insane to me that this season like last episode already had that amazing dinner scene yeah and now we have this like equally incredible if not even more powerful Mm -hmm. just like confession yeah it's just it's some of the best acting i've ever seen well, Ren, uh, you've kid, you've killed a kid, right? Like, come on, we've all killed a kid. Rome, uh, like, <laughs> Roman's response, Kendall trying to like shut him down and trying to like be in the seriousness of it, but mm-hmm. Roman realizing, like, or just knowing what would cheer his brother up, yeah, pushing it. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, it's so warped, but it's sincere and it's yeah, it's it's how they connect, right? Yeah. Uh, it makes me so happy. Yeah, I um. That scene was just so incredible. The both this one and, and the end scene as well. Like the directing the story that's told strictly through the body language, through where these actors are placed, um, and like who's putting their hands on whose shoulders. Like it is um, top notch phenomenal and that's not even looking at the writing which yeah you know is is the driving force for all of this yeah uh so good i like that kendall finally acknowledged that he dove back down Mm -hmm. we we see that in the episode but it's never like it's never been acknowledged before no and And i think you can kind of like doubt like maybe he was going back in to save him so i'm glad that he did clarify that he was going back down to try yeah yeah. 
Um, it doesn't really make the situation, you know, better or good, but I don't know. It's it, I like that little detail. Well, it's like, listen, like I, what Kendall has gone through. Yeah. Mentally, as a result of this accident, and what we like, what we've seen has completely torn him apart. Yeah. So, the first people who he tells in a way to like truly confide in uh, ever since telling his dad and you know ever since the cover-up uh being his siblings the way that they respond like th- them kind of reassuring him like well did you at least like did you go down he's like yeah yeah like i, I did even a few times um that reassurance right there like i can't imagine what that made kendall feel yeah just knowing that oh my God, I'm not immediately labeled as the most evil person in the world for this. Like, they still love me. Like, my siblings are still here for me. Which um, I'm, I'm so glad that mm, this is what unites them to. Me too. Like, in just a finally an honest expression of emotion from Kendall. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, and from Shiv and Roman. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because it's Roman has not been being honest with his his feelings or emotions all season. He's been uh, really putting both Kendall and Shiv down and focusing on on his role in the company to put himself ahead. Uh, and so with this being what unites them, like Shiv and Roman are there for him. They they are part of this with him, which is just uh, it's such a good scene. Um. And there's even like little details, like there's uh, like the waiters taking out the trash as well. Yeah, that's an incredible. Mm-hmm. Like I love uh, just the way that Kendall slowly breaks down after he notices them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So this was uh, just a really phenomenal scene. Rand, was uh, anything else that stood out to you in this piece? In this scene? Yeah. Oh, uh, name-dropping Laird again. I just like that little continuity there. Mm-hmm. It's been a good while since we've seen him. Yeah. Um, I like I like when it ends when Shiv and uh, Roman are like, hey, like, we gotta be going. Like, Kendall, oh, are you good? If he can go with them. Um, wait, what? When Kendall asks if he can be yeah. with them. Yeah, yeah. I, so I really like Ken- Kendall's just like, yeah, like, can I go with you guys? Like, can I just be, like, with you? That, that show, like, showing that he feels um, heard yeah. by them. And so by being with them, that'll make him feel safer. Um, yeah, it's so good. Uh, we had a, a, earlier in the episode, we also had uh, Roman and Logan when they go to visit Lucas again, very similar to what Roman did last week. Yeah. And so now they go again and Roman is the third wheel. He third wheel? I love that he's the only one who goes for the tea. Mm-hmm. When this is so mm-hmm. obviously not a tea meeting. No. Yeah, he goes for the tea. Uh, on the way over, his dad asks him, um, what, Ren, what's the, the question? It's, it isn't the sicko line. That's from last week. Yeah, it's from last but week. It, is it on the boat? Yeah, it's... <laughs> It's something about like, uh, like, are you, um, like, 
I forget what's, what it is. what's going on, Roman. Yeah, it's something like that. It's a, th- there's a the penis to people. Yeah, it's, it's oh, uh, are you screens or do you take it up the ass? Was that it? Are you all screens? Is that what he? He? It's it's a question that like no father should ever ask their son. I think it was the are you all screens or do you just take it up the ass comment? Because it's yeah. so weird. The all the like the screen like. The back half is like classic homophobia for Logan. Yes. Screens part. That's savvy of him. He's a uh, he's getting Tekka oriented. Yeah, he he asked uh he asked Roman and Roman is just uh you know, he, he just has to like respond right then and there he and it's on his sunglasses for one second and then takes them off. Very uncomfortable. Got there. Yeah. Um and then that meeting just goes south right or it seemingly goes south as lucas pitches this is what i'd like to see logan's like not a chance by the way roman you can go (laughs) we don't see logan again until the end yeah uh and which i love about that like roman goes and then when he gets back to the wedding shiv's like what's going on roman's like yeah it's it's good like things are fine um because i don't even think that like like, does Roman realize what's happening? He, or does he just deny it? He's uh, like mentally, he's like, there's no way that dad would do that to me. And so he kind of like convinces himself that that wouldn't be happening. I feel like part of him is definitely worried. Mm-hmm. Though, when I bring that up, now that I'm like kind of sidetracking a little bit, I love that throughout the episode or in throughout last week, they were worried about Peter Munyon when it was their mom who they should have been. Oh, worried about. I know. It's yeah. just such a great misdirect. <sighs> she was the one the whole time. <sighs> she completely betrays them. But like, does it's, she? Yeah. It's definitely a betrayal. Yeah. And she knows. She knows. But Peter wanted that house. He's a he's a like a lordship constable guy. Yeah. He wanted that uh that estate and so. You know, gotta do what you gotta do to make the new husband happy. Even if it means pissing off your kids. Uh, yeah, so there, that was great. Um, what else happens within here, Ren? We got, uh, we haven't talked at all about the Tom and Greg of it all. That's right. Uh, where do you even begin? So I like that I'm hoping season four opens. So. Okay, let me back step a bit. Mm-hmm. So basically, the season ends with a big like power shift dynamic. Yes, like the Roy siblings are. I feel like are now below Tom and Greg when we mm-hmm. enter the next season, because Tom and Greg are definitely going to be Logan's inside men in the new like Gojo era of Waystar Royco. Yeah, yes, they are. So with that in mind, I just like Greg. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see because because they brought the Contessa back for a second episode and because, you know, season premieres usually for succession, they've taken place where the season finales end. Yeah. I can be a see day or like, two later. Greg Roman Contessa being in a little love triangle where Greg comes out ahead of Roman and that further breaks down Roman. Like the Shiv Tom of it all. And Kendall's going to be in his own hell. Oh my gosh. Um, Ren, I love that. I feel like it's the ultimate insult to Roman. <laughs> That's a fantastic call. Well, 
Yeah, because she was actually she's enjoying Greg's, Greg's company, company. Yeah. and you know Greg Greg uh, is says you know well Roman is as what we call in in our country uh, what is it like a pervert a sexual pervert a sexual pervert and it shuts him down yeah um, I also love like the way that Greg delivers that of oh of course I have no other way to. Uh, to describe Roman, as we say in our country, no one says that. Um, no one, no one frequently uses that term to describe. Even if someone is that, that's usually not the go-to. The classic phrase. Yeah, sexual pervert. <laughs> um, is Greg going to be possibly um, uh, a part of a royal family? Like, how serious should we be taking this right now? As Greg has now played the dating ladder. I think Greg's going to keep climbing the ladder. Uh, The dating ladder or the business ladder? Or both? Both. Both. Well, well, he's attached to Tom right now. He's his uh, little sporus. Because where do you go from Contessa? From a Contessa? A princess? Like the queen. Because she's like eighth in line, right? Yeah. So Greg needs to get closer to to front of the line. getting further in line. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I am so excited to see what happens to Greg and Tom next season, where they're at in the company, especially now that Greg uh, has, he's who needs a soul anyway? Yeah, Greg's selling his soul to the devil. Mm-hmm. Rewatching it, I, I think there is a little bit of a hesitation in him internally. Oh yeah, there is. I don't think he wants to do it, but I... It's the Tom of it all. Tom he, is that's, an it overwhelming is. presence for him. Yep, yep he, it, it is. It's entirely the Tom of it all. He, um, Tom has brought him this far, right? Yeah. And so where could Tom bring him next? Greg wants to know. The bottom of the top. Yeah, he wants to be the bottom of the top. Will Tom be our, um, how, like, is Tom going to be a president uh, going into next he, season? He has to be something high because... Very high, I think. Like, he's... Right now, he's pretty much Logan's right-hand man. Mm-hmm. And with that in mind, I imagine he'll... Like, what I was saying earlier, him and Greg are going to be, like, Logan's people on the board for... Yeah. Uh, Matson, including any, like, other shareholders who are probably stick around and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I could... Tom's gonna have such an interesting next season. I'm so excited. The power he has over Shiv. I can see her becoming more vindictive in their personal relationship because of this. Well, will they just divorce? Like, what does that look like? I don't think Tom will will want to divorce because of his because of his connection now to Logan. But so I could I could also argue though that Logan is no longer feeling connected to Shiv. Like Logan has no reason to to care about that. Uh, and you, so, do you think Logan would be okay with Tom divorcing Shiv? That's a good question. Um, do I think Logan would be okay with it? Because it, um, it still seems like he wants a grandson. Yeah, or and like also or just that, creating his own. Because Logan is anti is like Logan is typically for whatever is the least messy thing publicly. Yes, um, which. You know, in his world, that can things still get very messy publicly, but um, that's typically what he's going for. So, like, is he gonna, ins- or could he also want Tom and Shiv to still be together because t- 
Tom is a source of information about like like on Shiv. That's true, and he yeah. Tom did just prove himself extremely mm-hmm. valuable with infor- with like inside information that only he could have. Yeah, that um, kind of uh, bugged me when after the episode on social media, people were like, "Do we think Tom was responsible? <laughs> Do we think Tom did?" It's like, did you not just watch? Like, there's certain <laughs> scenes and shows um, where that is a reasonable thing to question. Yeah. Where it's like, is that what, like last week when, did Kendall just die or not? Did Hank just find out that Walter White is high? <laughs> yeah. Did that just happen? Or was he thinking about something else? I don't know. Why did they play a flashback during Hank's poop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, it ended on him being constipated. Yeah. It, no, it was so obvious that Tom was responsible for this between the looks, between the conversation with Greg, yes. And the, the handshake with Logan, yes. Yes, Logan yes, yes. Tom, thank you for selling out Shiv earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then when Tom looks into the camera and says, I just did that. Um, <laughs> yes, very obvious that it was Tom. There's no, no speculation to be had there. Where there is room for speculation, and I think this speculation is interesting. Have you seen this, this topic of conversation? Um, is Shiv pregnant? Is Shiv pregnant? Um, oh, I actually did see that because I I mentioned I saw someone mentioning that uh she doesn't drink in these episodes, right? Correct. So she doesn't drink in these episodes. Um, she has a uh, she's kind of like has her hands on her belly at one point. Uh, but it could very well just be her stomach is in knots as she, all yeah. of this is being processed. Um, do I think that her being pregnant would change anything? Uh, in terms of the show, I don't know. Um, but, I should, you know. I think it would make see. an interesting storyline, especially if they parallel it to Logan trying to have a kid with Carrie. Oh my gosh. How sick would that be if Shiv and Carrie were both pregnant at the same, same time? Same time. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Yeah, the, uh, Logan realizing that you know these four uh, aren't going to be my successor let's try let's try again um make a new one sickening disgusting he is too old for that um and even like the way that connor is is introducing the concept <laughs> with the maca root the maca root smoothies munching down walnuts Ugh. Ugh. gross absolutely disgusting uh yeah i uh that would be a very interesting parallel having shiv and carrie both pregnant at the same time um and like would i don't even know like shiv would probably go through with having this child and almost like out of spite maybe like who knows um so connor the eldest son. Are you sure about that, Ren? Bryce, he is the eldest son and he must be considered. Yeah. He needs to be considered. Yeah. Um, that was a fun I like I don't I love I don't know about fun, but like butter knife. Yeah. Just yeah. angling the table. Um I wish that this was my own um my own thought, but uh, a Reddit comment 
really emphasize that butter knife and showing like you know in this scene he's all uh he's trying to be all bite but he's holding a butter knife showing that like he couldn't hurt anyone even if he wanted to poor connor i know i, I can't know. wait for his election next season his ele- and his wedding right yeah that's right willa yeah. he finally ground willa down yeah f it forever oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh and so um I would love to, like, I really enjoy whenever Willa is on my screen. She is by far the best, like, love interest on the show for yeah. any of the siblings. Yeah, she's just, like, um, so different than all the other characters. She both doesn't and does belong. She's slowly, like, making it seem like she belongs more and more. Um but, like, her motives, her intentions are very different than than those around her. And now she is going to be a Roy. I can... Um, their wedding episode is going to be incredible. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, I mean, she plans things. Like, she's a planner. You know, I, like, she it, was, I just know it's going to be so weird. She was bothered that she didn't help plan uh, K- uh, Kendall's uh, Ken- yeah, uh, that's birthday party. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be, I hope that, that we get that. Have we had a wedding in every season? No. Um, did we have one in the second season? I don't know if we did. I don't think so. No. Well, no, we're at the wedding at the start of season two, still. Okay. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah, but at uh, Tom and Chiv's. Yep. Yeah. Um, anything else here? Because I want to also talk about, uh, we talked have already talked a, a lot about like what's what we think is to come but what about a time jump how big are you th- okay that's actually a like time in general is actually a pretty good discussion point mm-hmm. because this season like compared to the first two was slower in how much time it encompassed like with the final episode now out and the season complete do you feel like the slow burn was worth it uh yes i agree yeah, I think as for, as for the last two episodes, the buildup that this whole season has given us for last week and now um, the absolute blow up at the end of the episode this week. Yeah, yeah, I, I think totally worth it. Um, though, can I say of this season, Ren, I would love to see more of, and it's I don't even remember the guy's name, but uh, the guy in the dunes. The guy in the dunes? Yeah. Was his name Peter? Uh, no, it's not Peter. Uh, that's Peter Munyon. Um, but the one who they go to visit uh, when Logan and Kendall are, are crawling over the dunes and Logan has like a, a health issue. Oh, Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody, yeah. So um, I would like to see more of him. Me too. Just I, as a I, completely I random a, note. I thought he was a great character. He had a great presence. Yeah. Um, you know, because he was like lying about like, oh, my kids are sick. So you got to come out here and then, you know, they're swimming in the pool. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, do you think that that will get a, a time jump or are we are we going to just go into the next day? You know, the fallout of this and then how are they going to piece it together and move forward? I can see us just going into the next day. Like, maybe we'll see time jumps throughout the season. Yeah. Especially if it's, like, ten episodes a bit longer and the pace isn't as, uh, 
slow burn, which I can't mm-hmm. imagine it will be, because Madsen will have to, he'll need like months to reshuffle Waystar Royco properly. Well, so exactly, right? Like these things take some sense of time. It can't happen overnight uh, with the, the company switching over. And then also like, if we're ever going to see this Connor presidency play out, the show needs to move time forwards. Yeah. Um, or even just the presidential run. Like we need to see time move forward a little bit more. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that like would benefit any other storylines that would truly benefit. Uh, Logan from... trying to impregnate Carrie. Yeah, exactly. Like, Cause otherwise like we wouldn't see that until like a season 15 with the yeah. rate at which time moves on this show. But I don't know. Is um okay. Another question. Um, Kendall, is he completely back in this? Like he he is is he all in again on this? If after if, yeah, if Roman and Shiv can stick by him and stand by him, mm-hmm. then I think he can get back to his old self. Okay. Because he's no longer holding in, like, the private guilt. Yep. Th- that was, like, so clearly overwhelming him and making him, you know, either catatonic in season two or utterly deranged in season three. And I, feel, I feel like season four, if Roman and Shiv can, if, if they can really just stick with this team, like, if Roman doesn't buckle in, like, the aftermath of trusting his siblings mm-hmm. and everything going horribly wrong, then I can see maybe Kendall coming out of this a bit mentally stronger. Ugh. That would hurt so much. It's not, But it's not out of the realm of possibility. I, I mean, it, also, that'd be kind of funny. We spend all off-season being like, yeah, the three of them are finally all together and all on the same page. Season four, episode one, Roman, I'm out. I'm out on I you guys. definitely see that happening. Yeah, I'm going back to dad. Dad doesn't lose. You guys just lost. I'm good. Um, if Dad will take me, even if he won't, I'll still I'll be in the mailroom. If you need me, anything <laughs> to get away from you two. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because the end scene here, we don't really talk about it. Ren is heartbreaking. It's just everyone is so defeated. Mm-hmm. It's out like it's amazing that like I. I'm trying to put in the Shiv's ex- reaction at the very end, like that breathing, yeah. that sharp, pained breathing. Just even without Tom coming in there, and just like the shot lingering, that's such good acting. It's like mm-hmm. such an intensely visceral reaction to what happened, and it completely sells the defeat that they've suffered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then, so like she's going through that. The way that Logan tries to manipulate it uh, as soon as they go in and he's like, Roman, tell, like, I just want to talk to you. Like, tell them to go. Yeah. Tell them to go. I, I don't want to see them. Tell them to go. I want to talk to you. Uh, that doesn't work. Right. And it's at that point that you're like, Oh shoot. Like Roman for the first time has grown a backbone and is going to stick with these uh, stick with his siblings. We have uh, go for it. What were you the, gonna the say? Scene hurts so much more. Yeah, like in time around, especially like Roman, like holding firm, knowing that 
Logan knows he already won. Yeah. He already had the call with Carolyn, and it's over. It's just brutal. Like, Logan has two specifically brutal moments for me in here. I'll I'll give it three, because I actually like that he targets all of his kids on a really vindictive level. Yeah, but equally. Equally, right? Yeah. Yeah. First, he has, like, telling them that he doesn't want Kendall there and he doesn't trust him. Yeah. And basically just, like, ignoring the fact that Kendall is there at first. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, the mocking Shiv, Shiv. copying what they, the <laughs> and then uh, just everything with Roman at the end. Like you come at me with love. Oh, just that one of the, and he was right. That was one of the moment, the few like mm-hmm. one of the few moments where I was like, oh yeah, Logan's kind of right here. Yeah, you. What is it? Your gun has turned to sausages. Is that, yeah. was that what his line was? Your gun has turned to sausages, and you come at me now with love. Oh my god! It's one of Roman's worst played moves. It's yeah, it is to be like ah love. Does does that work? Then Roman goes to Jerry, and Jerry of course sticks with the uh. Sorry, but it goes against my own financial interests, which is like, you know, Jerry's pretty much been teaching that to Roman since day one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then just for Logan to leave and pretty much leave them all in shambles and Wom's Gam to come in through the door, which again, just saying, if you're sitting here speculating, was Tom responsible? How did Tom know they were there? It was Connor. Roman was talking to Connor on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been Connor. It had to have been. Connor told ending, Dad. What would that ending have been? Like, Connor walks in, Logan grabs his shoulder, he calls them all chumps, then yeah. talks change of them and walks out. It would be, Yeah, and then it would be like Connor goes to, like, hug his dad, but his dad's already leaving. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, he didn't see Logan for three years. Right? I thought that was really interesting. It's huge detail. Yeah, didn't see him for three years. And like, I, I just... um, Also, I gotta say, the episode started really Connor-heavy. And I, I had just gotten done last week saying, what if we get a Connor-centric episode someday? And I was like, are they doing this to us at the finale? The are we finale? getting a Connor? Are we getting a Connor-centric episode? Yes, Kendall please. Tries to kill himself, and we have an entire episode <laughs> dedicated to Connor. Everybody hates Connor. Um... <laughs> No, but, um, yeah, that him, like, I just always go back to with him. Like, he was their father. That's why in this scene with, uh, during the, like, the intervention-esque scene when Kendall is talking about, you know, I'm the eldest, I've lost everything. Like, they don't see Connor as, an, as one of their siblings because Connor is almost like a, like, more of a parental exactly. figure to them. Um, I, in the, mm-hmm. there's obviously a big age gap between them. Mm-hmm. Like Connor, I'm sure was already like a teenager by the time Kendall and Roman were born. Yeah, and like that kind of makes me think. Like I have to assume that the three years he didn't see Logan must have been like the first three years he was married to Carolyn and probably living in England. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would guess so. Because we know they they lived there for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Red, who is the, um, of the people invited to the wedding, are any of them, like, uh, why, have you asked yourself, like, why would Kendall's, uh, Kendall, Rome, and, uh, 
Shiv's mom invite this person? Like what is yeah. like what is Greg doing there? He's a he's a he's one of the Roy's. But he's like <laughs> he he's on Lackey Slack. So Greg gets the invite, but uh, Greg but Ewan doesn't. Invite. Greg gets the invite because top people get to bring their lackeys. Lackey, okay. He's Tom's lackey, like the way that uh, Kendall usually has Jess everywhere with him. Okay, like right now he's with Comfrey. Comfrey, okay. Yeah. So Comfrey's there. Uh, it's it's that lackey piece. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to think if there's any others. Like uh, J- Jerry. Oh, like, I guess it makes sense. Jerry's the CEO, right? Peter yeah. wants to. You know, buddy up to that company. He could be interested in a couple of positions in Europe. Man. Uh, Rent, I love Succession. I can't wait for season four. And I hope it's... I hope the quality keeps up. Yeah, I mean, I have no doubt that it will. I, I just hope that the show... The writers, as far as I know... Mo, um, writers have gotten... or not writers, actually, showrunners have gotten into the habit, I feel like, recently of saying, like, yeah, we have a, a pretty structured story in place that we're hoping goes for X number of seasons. Yeah. I don't think... I would love to be wrong, and maybe I am, but as far as I know off the top of my head, I don't think that the showrunner in this case has has done that. I actually think it has been mentioned that Succession is intended to be a four or five season se- series. Okay. I th- I'm like, I think I'm like 80% sure. <clears throat> but uh, that's the vibe I get. I can't imagine it going mm-hmm. for too much longer. I like, just, yeah. I, I definitely can't see it going for like eight seasons like Game of Thrones did. Yeah. It strikes me more as like a, The Wire. You know, five seasons, mm-hmm. five little distinct stories. It's a good amount of episodes. Wrap it up while you're still good. Yes. Are, you, are we thinking next season Roman goes to teach in public high school? Roman goes to teach in public high school and yeah. we get to see the lives of four young boys get destroyed over the course of the season? Okay. Okay. Could be good. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I fear if it goes on too long, I fear that Jesse Armstrong is going to be um, asked to come and uh, direct Star Wars and... Uh, <laughs> they'll lose them. So yeah, I just want, want to make sure that the show speaking of the quality has, you know, has that finished ending tied off with a bow. Kendall buys a morgue for a season. (laughs) Kendall goes to space camp. (sighs) Um, man, I'm so enjoying the wire. Well, so how far are you? Wire. Uh, we are, I want to say season, so we're still on season four, but maybe episode seven or eight Damn. around there. Uh, we haven't watched any this weekend, um, oh. but I'm hoping that over the break we'll hopefully finish it. it would be cool. You're uh, going to mm-hmm. hit one of my favorite stretches of episodes mm-hmm. soon. Yeah. The back half of season four is just emotional gut punch after gut punch no it's um i wish i could tell you what exactly we just saw but i don't even know um it's been great though so all right anything else ren about succession uh overall did you love this season i loved this season i liked it more than i liked season one Mm -hmm. i don't know if i liked it more than i liked season two or not season two just has 
I, I love the variety of season two, even though the, even though I think that what mm-hmm. they did for season three was perfect for the story they were telling this season. Yeah. Like, I just love the variety of season two, just like the fun, the mm-hmm. kind like the transition between the early quirkiness of season one to the more refined drama and like character nuances we'd start to see in season three. It's like that perfect middle ground. I love it. Yeah. I, um, I, I think I put season two slightly above season three. I think it's the same order though. I think I go two, three, one. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly just because uh, of the, I love to tell people about this show by saying like the writing's phenomenal. It's also one of the funniest shows I've ever seen uh, because it is, I, I think it's hysterical, but I think that I, looking at the past two weeks, it's like, uh, I have not had much to laugh at lately and uh, season two gave me a lot of the laughs. Uh, Mind you, like I think very rightfully so that there hasn't been a lot to laugh at towards the end of season three, but uh, I love the, just the uh, like chaotic nature of season two. And also just so many rises and falls of different characters in season two. Season three felt like it was, um, not as many rises and falls and more of just falls. Yeah, it a was lot of very, falls. very much Roy siblings falling, Logan mm-hmm. winning at every possible turn. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, what could argue, like, <laughs> I love this show because I, I sit here and I'm like, I can't believe Tom would do that. But also, like, can you blame him? Like, his last week, his wife told him she doesn't love him. Like, this is huge for Tom and good for him, right? I should like I should be sitting here and being like, like I'm so happy for Tom. Tom totally deserves this. Uh, he's finally getting like everything that he has worked hard for. But instead, I'm kind of like, almost like f Tom. Like I can't believe he did this. It's it's an intimate betrayal, is the mm-hmm. thing. Like they all betray each other and they all hurt each other. But Tom betrayed his wife at the worst at at a moment that actively hurt her. It's it's one of the worst things you can do in a marriage. That's just, uh, it's just mm-hmm. shattered. That's the trust gone. But was it, it was already it, gone? It, 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 I was gonna say it wasn't really it was, there. <laughs> yeah. with, but like this is Tom basically finally accepting it and making a play that's. I guess just is mm-hmm. aggressively says that to Shiv. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, uh, and their whole relationship is warped. It, you know, it's <laughs> been like this since the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I am just excited to see where it goes. I assume that I will do some at the very least a season one rewatch. Um, I don't know. I'll probably hit up season two again as well, but um. Ren, one more thing. I, I meant to mention this earlier. Um, so you know the the piece on um, Jeremy Strong that we talked about last week? Yeah. Okay, so the writer wrote about how um, Jeremy Strong during that scene, so he put this on Twitter after the episode, during that the scene um, where he confesses and tells his siblings about what he did um, at Shiv's wedding that scene they filmed it like seven or eight times and they had a rock there 
uh, on set that he would go and sit down on during the scene. And it just didn't feel right. And finally, Jeremy had requested that the rock be removed. And because it, it, I'm sure you noticed, especially in the rewatch, but like he's sitting there in his in white pants. Yeah, he's so dirty. That gets so dirty during this scene. Uh, and so he asked them to remove the rock and he did it one more time. And that was obviously the take that they that they went with. So perfect ass shot. Yeah. Uh, and then covered in, in dirt all over his, his nice white pants. But yeah, I worry about Jeremy Strong. I do. I do worry I about him. He, I hope he takes it easy on himself in between seasons. Yeah, every single time that I see, like, um, I recently followed Nicholas Braun, who plays Cousin Greg on Instagram. And so he's been posting a lot of, like, pictures of the cast and stuff. Every single time that he does that, I always look to, I'm like, is Jeremy there? Is he fitting in? Is he is he making friends at work? Being invited. Yeah. Um, Do you think just, he's in the in the group chat for the work group chat? See, that's what I just I'm worried about him. I hope he is. Yeah, because I wanted to be to be part of it, but like, um, yeah, I don't know if he is because people are worried about what he does to himself to get results. So, but we'll see him probably. Uh, hopefully, take home some awards he better he earned yeah. it i mean him and brian cox are against each other at the golden That's globes true. i uh i think kendall's gonna or jeremy's gonna win it though yeah yeah i think he, he'll take it i believe um shiv is nominated as well and i could see her winning um last scene alone yeah man like i think what's difficult for these actors is what do you even send in yeah um for for uh review because it's like how do you even pick just take any of them i definitely send in this episode for uh jeremy and sarah snook and maybe last episode for kieran culkin because he's nominated for supporting actor right that i i i believe so i don't know that for sure um i think i I believe he is yeah last last episode was probably like his episode yes uh and no uh no Tom Wobbs game nomination. I know, right? That's that's such a weird snub. Yeah. Yeah. He puts in work too. They all do. It's just such a good show. All right. Well, Ren, that is it for our succession coverage on the Ned Z Classified podcast. <laughs> so uh next time we'll be talking will be another sometime this week where we will discuss Jim Carrey's Grinch. Ren, uh Tonight before Spider-Man, I saw a trailer for the new Sonic movie. Yeah, what did you think? With uh, Jim Carrey in it. Ah, I don't think I'll see it. Not even for Idris Elba as Knuckles? No, is that who it is? Yeah, that's who it is. You didn't know it was uh, Idris Elba? No. Stringer Bell? (laughs) No. (laughs) That basically makes Sonic uh, McNulty. Is, Is that where they had to kill him? Oh, spoilers. Kill Knuckles. I had to film some stuff. All right. Um, yeah, I know. I don't think I'll see that, but I will definitely be watching Jim Carrey and the Grinch uh, sometime in my near future. So uh, thank you all 
so much for listening, uh, for checking out our succession coverage. And otherwise, take care, everyone. And is this happy holidays or will we have a, another? We'll, uh, we'll, we'll have, Grinch, no, Grinch yeah, Grinch. Christmas? I think Grinch will be before yeah. holidays. Well, let's so, save the happy holidays. Yeah, let's not give them out yet. Let's not give out the happy holidays yet. We'll have to hold on to those. Uh, all right, we'll just take care then. Yeah. Stay uh, safe. Don't, don't have a happy holidays yet. All right, bye everyone. Goodbye. <laughs>